Hey, everybody, welcome to the Art of Relationship show. I apologize. Uh, last Wednesday, I wasn't able to do the show. Uh, there was a huge uh, scheduling conflict. Hey, Olga, I appreciate you uh, uh, tuning in. And uh, Pet Care by Angela. Uh-oh, Angela, I think we have an appointment, <coughs> if I'm not mistaken, uh, coming up for the dogs getting groomed. So uh, I appreciate everybody tuning in. Today, going to be talking about, of course, relationships, and it includes Sex, of course, since you know what, I'm a sex therapist as well. So going to be talking about verbally connecting and a lot of people have a hard time coming up with words. Let me adjust the mic a little bit. Um, I have a hard time coming up with words to use and it's very difficult. You know, I am, let's face it, <laughs> I'm guilty of this too, right? We can be pissed off. We can be angry. We can be upset. We can be, you know, maybe hurt those type of aspects. And we might not have the words to be able to come up with when, you know, we want to speak or express ourselves. So that's what this episode's about. And it's going to cover definitely when we're hurt, when we're upset, when we're mad. And what about even during sex about verbally connecting with your partner? Okay. So going to be talking about number one, most people know this at, as well, right? How many people, especially when you're frustrated, like I said, you're hurt, you're mad, and a lot of people will talk out of anger, and I get this. And I talk about people, you know, left and right, <coughs> about talking to someone, not at them. It's very easily, you know, someone ticks us off, we feel disrespected, whatever you want to call it, and we're like, you rotten, right? I can't believe you did it. And we yell, we scream. I'm guilty of it. We're all guilty. We're human. But that's where I want people to talk about from the hurt, the pain. And it's not easy when we're pissed off, when we're angry, to be able to go after the reality that we're hurt. We're feeling not loved, not desired, not important, not appreciated, uh, not loved, those type of elements, okay? So, I want people to be able to, number one, start talking to your person. And let's face it, it works both ways. I want your person to be able to talk to you as well. So it's easy to be able to, you know, calm the mood down when you tell somebody and it's so, when they tick you off, you feel so hurt, so disrespected, okay? Especially if you found your partner talking to somebody else or they cheated, it's not going to go easy, right? Can we take a breather, take a breath, get our composure and said, you know what? I love you. I can't believe you did this to me. I love you. You're my world. I can't believe you devastated me like this. It's very easy for someone not to yell back and get defensive and get, you know, go off rip and, you know, jump the gun and start attacking you back when you give out a compliment or what you feel, you're my world. I love you. You know, you mean the world to me. You mean a lot to me, whatever it is. Okay. Um, you're very important to me, whatever it is. It's very difficult for people to be able to attack back. What do you do? Well, I love you too. <laughs> well, you're the world to me too, right? Hey, Kevin, appreciate you. And I as always, please join in down below. You can chat on every platform. I'm live on Instagram. Hey, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, a bunch of them. So I'm all about people being able to connect and being able to, you know, throw out their questions or comments down below 
Um, I'd love to hear, you know, your take on it and try to answer your questions as well. So I'm a realist and I tell my clients in my office, which is right behind me or that way, if you're on Instagram, <clears throat> I know I'm still finally uh, trying to get it organized for moving my office. Hey, uh, Sammy from Japan. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. So it's very, you know, easy when we're calm, cool and collected to say, I love you. You're my world, right? But when we're upset, when we're angry, I want people to be able to give a compliment, give an affirmation first, and then go after what you're feeling. I'm pissed off. I'm angry at you. I'm, I'm hurt. I'm devastated. Um, that type of thing. So I want people to, you know, be real and go with an affirmation or a compliment, words of kindness first, and then go with your issue, your complaint, or, you know, what you're actually feeling. And a lot of people, they get so, you know, they get so tongue tied, like I just did, right? To find the words. And I hear this, Greg, I just don't know what to say. I'm in my feelings. I'm just so devastated. I'm, you know, shocked at what happened, what, how it affects me. I get that. Okay. And that's where people, you know, if you t think about, take a breath, think a minute and then go with, man, I'm feeling upset. I'm feeling crushed, devastated, hurt. I'm feeling totally, uh, you know, ticked off, pissed off, angry, whatever words you want to use, follow that you know what, follow with the, you know, the actual feeling of what's going on. And then we go with, you know, the issue. So it's very difficult. Again, I'm going to repeat, okay, to go with a compliment, an affirmation. You're my world. You're important to me. I can't believe you did this. I, I thought, you know, you were loyal to me. I thought you had, you know, I, I really thought we were close enough where you wouldn't do this to me. So it's very difficult to argue when someone's telling you, I love you. You're my world. Um, I thought we were loyal to each other. It's very, very difficult to argue and have that person fight back again. Okay. Now the feelings are, you know, they are what they are. Okay. I tell people all the time, you know what, we feel what we feel, the anger, the hurt, the pain, uh, devastation, you know, upset, insecure, jealous, whatever it is. But I tell people, we need to go after those first. Hey, Shorty from uh, Dallas. I appreciate you uh, tuning in, man. Um, so being able to look at, um, you know, what we feel is what we feel. I tell people it doesn't have to be accurate. Like I said, we might feel something and it's based on a perception that's not accurate, that something, you know, our perception was wrong and caused us to feel a certain way. But what we feel, because it might not be necessarily accurate or created by something that's accurate, it's important. So these are the words I want you to be able to go after to verbally connect with your partner, okay? Even when how many people, they walk away, okay? They they walk away from a situation. They don't want to argue. They don't want to fight. Maybe you've been there. I've been there. We just, you know, I don't want to argue. We walk away. And then our person is starting to feel, you don't want to hear me. You don't want to listen to me. And I've talked about this a lot on other shows as well. You don't care what I have to say. You know what? I'm not important to you because you just walked away. And that person maybe just doesn't want to argue back. They don't want to say anything that they regret calling you names, you know, 
you know, just ripping you apart verbally. And this is where some people feel like that. I don't care. They walked away. They don't care what I feel. I get that. Remember I said, you feel that way. That doesn't make it accurate because the perception is that person just might not want to argue. They're trying to stop the argument, stop the name calling. They don't want to get into that. But that person, maybe it's you that just wants not to argue, say that. That's where that verbal connection come in. So you're not left, you know, having your partner guess or certain feel a certain way that you want. Hey, I want to hear you. I just don't want to argue. Please give me a minute and I'll come back when I calm down to be able to talk again. Okay. So I want you to be able to tell your partner when you want to walk away or when you just want to get away from an argument. I want you to verbally connect with that person. Number one, tell them your intent, right? I want to hear you. I want to know what's going on with you. You're important to me. I want to hear you. I don't want to argue. Please give me a minute, whatever. I need space. I'll find you. I'll come and talk to you when I've calmed down. Great. So you're connecting with that partner, verbally connecting with your words, okay? And telling them your intent. You want to hear them, you want to understand them, and you want to, you know, listen. It's important to you to do that. However, you're also commanding self-love and self-respect by saying you don't want to argue, you don't want to name call. However, you're cluing them in. You're not just like ripping, you know, you're ripping away from them when they need you the most, you know. They might be yelling and screaming, again, not justified, but again, it's coming out of hurt and pain. And that's where I tell people to take a breath, like I covered in the first part, to look at, hey, I love you. However, I feel disrespected, though I can't believe this happened. You've done this. That type of situation, go with an affirmation. But if it goes sideways, right, it's very difficult if someone really devastated someone that they're going to remain calm. That's just human nature, right? <clears throat> so tell them your intent. I need space. I want to hear you. I don't want to argue. I want us to be able to talk. Please give me some time. I'll come and talk to you. Great. Terrific. And that person needs to self-soothe after that point, right? They need to let you have that, that space to be able to maybe gain your composure again, to maybe get your thoughts and words you want to use in place. So that's going to help that person understand your intent, what you're feeling, and, you know, what you plan on doing about that, that you're not leaving them hanging. You're not leaving them just feeling wide open and hurt and upset and not important. You're connecting with them by using your words. Important, right? Terrific. So, again, join the chat down below. Throw out your questions, people. I, I'd love to hear your questions, your comments. Um, anything you got going on to help you, you know, get rid of when we're in our feelings to mostly connect in those situations. So again, if we are the ones upset, angry, pissed off, hurt, devastated, I want you to throw out an affirmation first. Okay. And number two, um, you know, then you can go after the, you know, the issue at hand now. Um, Oh, I don't know. Um, shorty, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, in Texas, um, I, I got to look at trying to request to be in your live video. I, I, 
I got it. I've been saying this for a couple of weeks now, maybe a month about trying to get people into the video. Number one, I need to make sure it's not spam. And another thing, maybe more important is I need, I got to find out how to do it. Okay. So uh question before I get back on it, do you believe in horoscope theories? Okay. Yeah, I think horoscopes are fun. Um, they're enticing, right? There's no scientific evidence that they work. Some people believe wholeheartedly into them. Like uh, somebody might be a Gemini and people, you know, assume that Gemini have two personalities, right? They're fun, loving. And then the other side is the evil, angry, upset side, right? Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde, or, you know, Dr. Jekyll, Miss Hyde, right? And those type of elements. Oh, okay. Thanks, Shorty. I'll, I'll try that later on. Okay. Oh, with the plus sign. Okay. And with the plus sign. So there's no scientific evidence out there about horoscopes, but there's people that believe in them. And when it comes to compatibility aspects, but I think we have to understand there might be some characteristics, personality characteristics associated with high, you know, um, horoscopes, but we also have to look at, you know, not everybody fits into that mode, right? Not everybody, I'm a Taurus and I, you know, not everybody, I'm, I don't fit into every Taurus uh, bucket, if you will. Uh, everybody is different. They might have characteristics, but we have to look at that person as an individual, if that helps. Okay. There's a lot of people, well, I'm this and I need to be with that. And I think there are some clashes um, and there might be some personality common themes with horoscopes, uh, but we have to look at the differences uh, with those individuals as well. So hopefully that answered that um, that question to you, okay? Uh, now, getting back to how do you verbally connect with your partner, talked about you know affirmations, taking a breath, taking some space, but verbally connecting with that person by saying, I want to talk to you. I want to hear what's going on. I want to hear you're hurt, why you're mad at me or angry or what's going on. Please, I don't want to argue. Just, you know, give me some space for a minute and I'll come back and I'll be glad to listen to you. Great. Terrific. Right. You're being respectful. You're being intentional and you're telling them what your plan is. And maybe most importantly, that you want to listen to them, that what they have to say or what they're going through, what they're experiencing is important to you. You just need to calm down so an argument doesn't ensue or go off rip. Right. Terrific. Great. That's where we want to be. So now what about verbally connecting during sex? And I mentioned this at the beginning of the show, going to be talking about how do you verbally connect during sex? And some people, you know, want to hear words of affirmation. So, oh, oh my God, you're the best. You're hung like a gerbil like me. Um, <laughs> you know, oh my God, I love your skin. Some people love to hear compliments. I love you so much. You're my world. Man, I, I love connecting to you. I love feeling your heartbeat. I love feeling you. I love, you know, having our souls, you know, intertwine. Those type of elements. Some people are very verbal during sex and they want to or they need to connect that way. Some people want it just quiet. I don't want to hear anything. And there's some people that they might not want to hear words, but they want to hear their partner is enjoying themselves, right? They might not words. So how do you know your partner is going to enjoy yourself? And you can sort of use maybe not words, but can you use sounds, right? And sounds 
are, in my eyes, are still verbal, right? How many people want to hear moans, the happy moans, the, you know, fulfillment, uh, pleasure moans? Oh, my God, right? <laughs> right? That might be words. Oh, my God, right? Or looking at those elements and connecting in a sexual manner that creates desire and passion and um, the soulful connection, like even sex, right? I'm all about the mind, body, heart, and soul about connecting. You can be playful. You can have fun, you know, even before sex or during sex. A laugh, right, could be a way of connecting. And a lot of people, are you laughing at me, right? Our insecurities take over, but that's where we need to talk about things maybe after sex or after an argument or hopefully an argument gets toned down by the tips I gave you. But what ways do you want to connect in a verbal way when you're being intimate, when you're having sex with your partner? What about dirty talk? Some people want, you know, they feel even more turned on, more horny, more craved or more in a craving mood when people are dirty talking and using your words. Man, I can't wait to spank that ass. I can't wait to suck your da-da-da-da, whatever it is, right? Are you able to use your words verbally to connect? And some people, I get it. Number one, they don't have the words. And maybe these are words that you can Google even for tips, you know, dirty words, you know, dirty words of expression, words of affirmation, compliment, complimentary words. You can Google these crap. You can Google everything and come up with ideas and talk about, hey, do you want me to say this? Do you want me to use these words? Because everybody has a different you know, word or expression or boundaries when it comes, some people's dirty words might not be dirty at all, right? Some people might, um, it's not dirty enough, right? Some people might have insecurities or fears. Oh, that makes me um, a bad person if I say I want you to do this, or I, you know, I want to tell you I want to suck your whatever, I lick your, you know, you get me. Um, I'm all about using what connects with you and what turns you on and what promotes more sexual pleasure. And we all know, or most people know, and I've talked about this often, about desire is usually triggered by pleasure, emotional, mental, and definitely physical pleasure. So you can use those essence in one of them, our sound, right? We talk about the senses, you know, your smell, what you hear, you know, what you taste, what you feel, what you, you know, touch, that type of thing. But in the verbal, the auditory aspect are using your words. And these are ways to connect with your partner. Talk about it. Be open. Be honest with your partner. What do you want to hear during sex? Maybe, again, you don't want to hear anything. And there's some people, I thought you didn't want to hear anything, but I know you weren't. How do I know you're enjoying yourself? No, I don't want to hear words, but maybe I want to hear a moan, a groan, a, mm, oh, oh, you know, an ecstasy. I know, don't make fun of me and my facial expressions right now, people. <laughs> but do you, you know, what do you want to hear during sex that connects with you? The soulful, you know, you can look into each other's eyes during sex and have an intimacy. Man, I love you. I love looking in your eyes. You're beautiful. You're hot. You're sexy. You're handsome. You're my world. Those things definitely can enhance and entice the connection during sex, just like outside of sex. So what do you want to hear during sex that would verbally or a sound connect with your partner and not feel disconnected? 
because there's a lot of people, a lot of clients I have in my in my office right behind me that, you know, I don't feel connected. And that's one thing I ask. Do you feel emotionally connected during sex? Some people don't want to feel emotionally connected. That's okay. But you need to be with someone that's okay with that too, that it might be just physically. But I hear often that I'll ask men, women, it doesn't matter on gender. And they'll tell me, Greg, I don't feel emotionally connected during sex. And their partner's like, what do you mean? And Or they might not have a clue. What do you mean emotionally connected? What does that mean? And I'll say, you know, can you say, I want to feel your heartbeat and put their hand, you know, hand on your chest or you put your hand on their chest. I want to feel you breathe. I want you to tell me what you think or feel about me. I want you to tell me you love touching me, feeling me, licking me, sucking me, (laughs) kissing me, being inside of me or being, you know, me being inside of you that type of element, I want you to be more, you know, specific in what you want expressed during your lovemaking sexual, you know, repertoire. And the more you have that, and again, you can Google words, you can think of words in your head and write them down. So they're more fresh in your memory type of aspect. And I know we all love to get caught up in the moment, but it's very, very in a, you know, pleasurable way. But again, going back to when we're upset or frustrated or nervous, we our memories go blank and we might not have the words we want to use. And we it makes us even more nervous, right? Makes us feel more insecure. I don't have the right words. I don't know what to say, Greg. I hear this often and I get it. So now let's find the words. Let's work together as partners to find the words that would work for you and also work for your part, you know, your partner. What works for both of you? And like I said, a lot of times it's so easy to be mad and be upset and to be, you know, ticked off. You rotten, I can't believe, and we yell and we scream. When underneath all that, how, how many people want to actually listen to someone yell and scream at them? Nobody, right? So either we run away, like I talked about before, or we're going to yell and scream back. Great, right, right. Who wins, right? Nobody. The relationship doesn't win. You don't win. Your person doesn't win. It goes sideways, right? And that's where I want to stop that to be able to look at, hey, you're my world. However, I felt ticked off when you did this. I felt disrespected. There's even, if you look at, there's an iceberg, uh, I call it an anger iceberg. And a lot of people can look at you know, the anger is at the top and most of the icebergs underneath the water, right? And there's a bunch of words you can look at that really find the description of what you are feeling, you know, disappointed, hurt, um, devastated, you know, frustrated, upset, um, sad, happy, you know, whatever it is. Most people aren't happy when they're mad, right? But I just threw that out there. So I want you to be able to, you can do a Google search or even talk with one another to find the words to help each other instead of, let's face it, right? Well, you should just know what words to use. You should just, people don't know. So why would you bash them and humiliate them and degrade your person instead of trying to work together and help them find the words when you want to feel connected, when you want to feel understood, when you want to bring up more pleasure, especially, you know, during sex and help you connect. And what words do you want to hear and what actions do you want to hear or feel expressed to you 
when you're upset, when you're mad, when you're hurt, when you're frustrated, devastated. You know, some people want to help. Their intentions are helping, but it makes it worse because it might not be what you are looking for. Now's the time to sit down with your partner and say, hey, we can get more connected. You know what? When I'm mad or when I'm upset, when I feel hurt, these are the words I want from you. You know, tell me you love me. Tell me um, you're sorry. And a lot of people, right, even finding the words to apologize, they need to, you know, get connected. And when I tell people about showing remorse and guilt, you know, try to connect with that pain. I'm sorry I hurt you instead of, oh, I'm sorry. Man, put yourself in your partner's shoes, right? Find the words. I get your pain. You know what? I, I might not understand your pain. Tell me. How hurt are you? How devastated are you? We can be wrong, but the willingness to learn is so crucial in relationships. So I want you to use that and say, I don't know, but I want to learn. Wanting is a huge, huge empowerment piece versus I have to, right? And that's where I want you. It's okay. I don't know. Teach me. And I did an episode a couple of weeks ago. Remember about the willingness to teach your person, but also the willingness to be taught. That's crucial. So use these tips and you're going to start having your relationship and your sex life to feel more connected, more, you know, alive in your relationship. And you're going to get each other a lot more because you're going to have the words to use. Okay. You don't have them now. That's okay. You can learn them. Okay. So check out my website, theartofrelationships.org. Um, and follow me, please. I'd love it. I'm flattered. Follow me all over the place. Instagram is watching now. Uh, YouTube, Facebook under Love Guru Greg. Um, I appreciate it. I'm very, very flattered. And people in, I heard in Minneapolis is getting uh, 20 plus inches of snow. Uh, sucks to be them. <laughs> but in here in Metro Detroit, we're getting an ice storm. So um, everybody be safe out there. Please, uh, let's keep spreading peace. Get rid of hate out there. Uh, peace and love to everybody out there. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye, people. Take care. Bye-bye.